Hello, 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 everyone. This is Hannah Cavanaugh speaking, and welcome to another awesome yet long overdue episode of T Four Three. It feels Three. so good to be back, guys. You don't even know. And just a couple things before we start. Um, I just want to start off by saying that the topic for this episode is going to be a wee bit more lighthearted. Just kind of get back into the swing of things. And also, um, I understand that there's issues out there that are super important that need to be addressed and that need to be talked about. But I feel like those issues themselves kind of warrant their own separate episodes. And I want to put thought into those for sure before just releasing stuff like that. So I just figured for now, um, you know, just for some a, a sense of escapism and also just kind of a way to to lift ourselves up a wee bit. We're going to just talk about something a little bit more lighthearted, but now that, that's like a, that's like a reverse trigger warning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know, I know you're I know. aware of being triggered nowadays, yeah. but nothing no, here. Just, yeah. you know. <laughs> this is a D trigger warning. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right. So the first guest that I'm going to be introducing is a classical guitarist. He's a musician who goes to, we both go to Hunter together. We both graduated from lag together. Bob Dylan incarnate. I just want to welcome back for a third time. Dylan, Grayson, Clark, Jermaine, Todd, Marshall. Did I get that right? Not at all. Oh, shit. That's, okay. <laughs> That's beautiful. You know, life is beautiful uh, and you can't, can't be picky. No. You know, when my mom would birth me, I didn't say you have to make it memorizable. Oh, fair. <laughs> oh, wait, I forgot yeah, Hartnett. Yeah. That's embarrassing. Yeah, wow. Yeah. That's really sad. Yeah. <laughs> Positive outlook, right? Yeah. <laughs> and Al-Sufa. Yeah. And so the, who is this mystery voice who's speaking yeah. who hasn't been introduced So yet? the ne So the next guest that I'm going to be introducing, also known as Mr. Mystery Voice, is um, an awesome rapper. Has his own SoundCloud, Twombly. Check it out. Um, we also went to lag together. So we all, we're all graduated from high school together, but... One of the chillest, suavest people I know. I would love to give a warm welcome back for the third time to Mr. Turner Greaves. How you doing, Turner? Yeah, they call me Mr. Three Pete. Hey. I am the Michael Jordan of T for Three. Wait, but Dylan, have wait, were you also this is also your third time, right? Yeah, this is yeah. both of our yeah, three I, times. Am, I am Michael Jordan. He is my Scotty Piff. Oh, that's so cute. Nice. Yeah. I, I'm throwing panties at him, not the other way around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, I'm, yeah. And I'm the bench warmer. Um, <laughs> sorry. Um, all right. So, you guys ready to sip some tea? Oh, yeah. Ready? All the right. The sun's going down right now. It just hit the horizon. Oh, it did? I can't even see my blinds are closed. Um, all yeah, right. You're the only one with a good view. Sorry. Oh. You've got the, the um. Upper West Side privilege of seeing the sun. So, what kind of tea do you have, Turner and Anna? <laughs> Anna, you can go first. Okay. Since we're doing this through Zoom, um, we're going to be trying something a wee bit different this time. Um, and I think it'll work just as well, if not better. So, we're actually going to be trying our own teas that we have from home. So we're just going to be going around taking turns and kind of doing it in the same format, but times three. So the more the merrier, right? So the tea that I'm trying is uh, Stash's green tea and matcha pomegranate raspberry tea. It's yeah. quite similar to the tea I have. Ooh, okay. Now, yeah. now I'm super pumped. All right, yeah. so I'm going to read the description. True to form, sensual. Okay. <laughs> We've taken green tea and added natural pomegranate and raspberry flavor 
to create this mouth-watering blend. You'll love the perfect combination of tart and bold fruitiness. We've added a touch of matcha for an extra kick of green tea flavor. All right. And nice. um, listen to that glottal stop, that beautiful mm. glottal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's the oh, name man. of one of my chickens upstate. Glottal. Oh, that's cute. All right. Um, so I guess, yeah, we'll, we'll just introduce our teas one at a time. So you ready for You ready, Turner? No, I think Dylan's got it. Okay. Dylan has it then. Oh, well. Okay. <laughs> okay. You can do it that way. Yeah. Um, so this is hibiscus flowers. Ooh. I just um you know it's not it doesn't specify in the bag that it should be for tea but that's how i used it nice. it says star west botanicals hibiscus flowers they're organic the the name of the species or the animalis if you'd like to know wow we're getting scientific hibiscus sabdarifa its origin is egypt it's Ooh. um it's kosher certified and it may be intercropped with peanuts, which means Turner can't have it. So I know you won't have this tea, Turner. Good. This won't yeah. be your tea. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's I was all gonna, it says. I was going to come over and, and, and take some tea from you. <laughs> it has more of a punchy look and texture than like a smooth, like it looks darker in some spots. And it, it, it looks like it needs to be moving, jumping, jumping about. Nice. Wow, that was sensual. <laughs> I think of sensual, I think of punching and uh, <laughs> and jumping about. Last but not least. Definitely not least. Um, well, so today I have, I can't show you uh, what exactly it looks like. Um, yeah, I'll take a little sip just to... This is a Monster Energy Ultra. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to be oh, so shocked no. you actually had tea. A surprising uh, zero calories and zero sugar and zero healthiness for your daily routine to really uh, jumpstart. I'd love to read the ingredients in a sensual manner. Um, yes, please. Car carbonated water. Uh, citric acid. Taurine erythritol which is one of the most common uh, healthy substances that will totally help your liver in, in the long run <laughs> i can't read the others all right uh, so before i was gonna say um so on a scale from one to ten how would you guys rate your teas you go first her yeah, you want me to go first, or or this whatever beverage one. you have. Is, oh no, I gotta, I gotta say, <laughs> we can't is, say uh, monsters tea. I'm sorry. It's a tea. It's not. We we don't talk. We we don't have to name the label. No free. Uh, no free sponsors. No free clout. Okay. Um, <laughs> if I were to uh, rate it, it's hard. I feel like uh, tea of of such caliber does not follow the normal out of 10 you know what i mean <laughs> i think um i might have to go for a solid 9.8 wow it you know yeah that's hella considering you have this every day at 7 p.m that's a big deal so wait dylan wait on a scale from one to ten how would you rate your tea oh 
I really like it. It's like a nine. Nice. Yeah. How about you, Hannah? Um, I would give this. I honestly, I'm probably gonna give this an eight. But I think Stash still So the still consensus slapped. is that my tea was the best. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it seems like it. I was just um, wondering. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now that we sipped the tea, we are going to be spilling the deets on trying to find joy during this difficult time, during quarantine. Um, in terms of, you know, we're going to talk about what motivates us to get out of bed in the morning, like how we find the joy in life, like what has been inspiring us as of late to kind of keep going. Um, and so I guess the first question that I have for you guys is, um, you know, just to kind of paint a wee picture for the audience, like what was quarantine like at the beginning for both of you? Like, like what was your day to day like for you guys at the beginning and where, where were you at mentally at the time? It's hard to remember. I guess uh, I was still in school and Turner, you were, you were not. I was still watching him in school. Yeah. Yeah. I would pack him his lunch. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> I, I think uh, off of the bat, um, I remember like one of the last, we, we just were hanging out um, pretty consistently near the end. And just talking about it. We were just talking about the uh, how f fucked up the world was. Um, and uh, there was one conversation we had that was basically like, so there's coronavirus, huh? And then it was like, yeah, there's coronavirus. Pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. We're fucked. We're fucked. And then uh, we talked about how bad the economy was going to do. Um, and it was basically just like, it, since it was so normalized, uh, it was just like, uh, hey, this this virus has infiltrated us and there's nothing we can do. Uh, this is the last time we'll see each other probably for a while. Uh, you have a good one. And uh, I think we hung out like one more time after that. And there was a point where we could tell that was it. You know, he was he was basically like, yeah, I can't take the train at all. And I was like, yeah, well. That's it, then. Yeah, yeah but eventually yeah. I did start taking the train, and Turner would take the train to the city. So we did, yeah. we did see each other once in a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, as time went on, you know, complacency. Yeah, was but a there thing. was a period where, yeah, that yeah, was tough. we started off real serious about it, yeah. and then, and then we mainly out of ignorance because it's you know we had a lot of arguments about oh yeah we not, had a conversation about about going to about going to gabe's house yeah yeah we're not knowing what the extents of this virus was and like what was really safe especially with the top health advisors going back on their word multiple times and um saying masks are bad masks are good it was a lot of confusion so the easiest way to solve those problems were all right we're just not gonna fucking leave we're just going home staying home and we did that for like a couple months two two one or two months and then we moved forward and we're just safer in the trains yeah I'm, I'm trying to remember i guess that was the period where where having less stimulation from the outside world was becoming really normalized mm -hmm. and yeah. everybody was adapting to that yeah at first i think some of like the students, obviously it was horrible um, circumstance, but I think, you know, myself and I feel like some other people, you know, students in college felt like, oh, we don't have to actually go to class. Like we can wake up later. 
like there was of like a privileged um you know accidental benefit to it but you know quickly it's like i'd rather be in person i you know and you feel bad just for feeling good in any way as a result from the tragedies that are that are happening yeah but personally for me you know that's that was part of it yeah finding the positives in everyone else's horrible negatives as they slowly die or watch other people die yeah yeah i think i only really became scared of coronavirus i guess i have trouble with uh fear so i only really became scared of it i I was smart but it was it was more like empathetic fear for your for i think for most of us it was about our parents yeah or older people in our lives that that was always serious yeah that that was the reason because i mean for me i i I have asthma so if i were to get coronavirus i probably wouldn't have the greatest chance at living um but i'm still young and healthy in my own way i am drinking monster energy and calling it tea though um (laughs) so how healthy am i really uh but yeah i think everyone was driven by i i need to protect my parents i think that was really where the fear was somewhat built absolutely yeah i i I definitely felt that way i mean my mom she's 55 but she's also super duper healthy and works out all the time but i'm also i would get a little bit worried about her at times but i was also worried about propagating the virus as well because you know if you get it it's like you're still contributing to that not contribute not contributing that's not the right word but it's like you're still part of this increasing number of people that have gotten it so you're therefore like propagating it um but i was gonna at the beginning i mean it was a huge transition because i was living at the dorms in manhattan for a while and i don't know what your experience was like dylan when you found out that classes were online but i just remembered i was um at this it's called the sky bridge at, at hunter but i was at the sky bridge just like sitting and it was just pure pandemonium like people were freaking out and um they're like, oh, like, how are the classes going to work? How is, how is all this going to work? Like, where are my plans shot for the summer? It's like, well, yeah. But um, no, so I, I remember that. And then also moving back into the dorms was really stressful, too, because um, so we had three days notice to move all of our stuff out. And there's 600 people that live in the dorms. And there was no organized way as to, like, how to do it. CUNY just couldn't really figure it out. So, yes. 600 students were just expected to move all their stuff out in like three days um so i tried moving my i was moving my stuff out and everyone had masks on and this was at a time where like it it was like the oh masks are bad because you're stealing them from healthcare workers so the the fact that so many people were wearing masks i'm like how did that happen um but Mm. i think moving back home was a big challenge because i was so used to having my own space like being back home i just I i felt it felt a little bit weird um, I, it reminded me of being back in high school, which was like, mm. so that, that kind of hit. Um, yeah, I relate. On yeah. That. But I, you know, at first it was tough, at least mentally for me. I tried teletherapy like over the phone that didn't really pan out. Um, yeah. I, it's funny. The moment that made me stop was when I was doing a teletherapy session and the woman on the other end was like, oh, Because I was telling her that I kept having these... Because at the beginning of quarantine, I had really bad mood swings, like, up and down. Like, it was crazy. 
like I would be laughing one minute and crying the next like clock like at, in a in a you know in like the snap of a finger or something but um I remember the woman the woman was pretty much saying like oh this is very concerning behavior maybe get a mental health examination and then I thought to myself we're in a freaking global pandemic you know for people to exhibit you know mental health issues as a result of this I don't think it's necessary I don't know I feel like you don't think me, it's out of the ordinary. No, I don't think so. At least, but but, yeah, it's not not a problem with your psychology. Yeah, no. well, some some I some people I know uh, have depression, right? Yeah. And then and then this hit, and this happened with like people with eating disorders as well. Like, yeah. Once this happened, everything flared up, you know, mm-hmm. just because of anxiety, stress, and. Uh, the no the unknown and um you know everything they're thinking about constantly that makes it just flare up Mm -hmm. so i i do think and 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 i know a lot of them are, are are avoidant of phone therapy because i mean when you hear that it sounds so useless right yeah the whole a lot of the point of going to therapy is to be there with the person is to be in person and have that connection here that you struggle to have most of the time mm-hmm. when you're explaining your feelings. It's really hard to just like what lock yourself in the bathroom and get on the phone call with this person. You don't see their facial uh, reactions to whatever you're saying. You're just kind of like talking. And that's not always helpful for people. So the whole, I think that's a huge issue that's happened through the and and the Pandemic, for sure. Um, how are you guys doing mentally at the beginning, and do you feel like things have shifted now mentally? Yeah. Well, the main conscious concern for me was about the music, having to do that online, because mm-hmm. I, I felt it was important I get on on the right foot because it was a new new program. And the other thing, honestly, was just that I'm the type of person has the has this problem with romantic obsession, hmm. so I. You know, and it, it wasn't anybody who I was seeing before quarantine who then I didn't get to see. But um, it was a problem for me in my progression of letting go of this obsession to not be seeing other women on the daily, you know? Interesting. And I, that's not huh. something I realized till a little after, you know, because it helps you get over it if, if you have other people you're interested in. That's um, true. Yeah, you know, I had a... Um, a spell of like maybe a week and a half, two weeks of what you might call depression. And it was from that obsession that I, that romantic obsession that I have, but you know, it's more that I had to just learn to be kind to myself. Mm-hmm. It was just my mind. It was just me doing it to myself. And, uh, it wasn't really so related to, to quarantine. It's just, it's just my problem, you know? Yeah. I'm sure they're related. It's, it's better now, which I just stopped That's thinking, good. you know, it's better. That's good. Do you want to um, pick up on that, Hannah? I mean, you already talked yeah. about it, but is there anything else you want to add? Yeah, I mean, I guess it's mainly just the mood swings up and down that was a big problem. And it's funny, my mom was the one that was like, oh, you, sh- you, need, a- you need to get help for this, which is why I tried the teletherapy thing. But I think, you know, accepting what you're, I think accepting those feelings and not judging them is really important. I felt like that helped yeah. me with it a lot. Like just accepting that it's, okay to have bad days you know 
It just it's all about being kind to yourself. But uh, Turner, I was going to ask you, so wait, what was your mental health like kind of at the beginning of quarantine? And do you feel like it's shifted a little bit now that this has well, gone on for longer? I, um, I began the quarantine in, a, in like a pretty weird fashion. I cut ties with someone that was in my life for a long time, like, like in my mind, but also physically there for hmm. quite a while yeah. leading into it. And right as I did that, I went to um, purchase to hang out with some friends and, you know, kind of like try and reconfigure my life. And that was pretty much a week before everything got closed. Right. So it was good timing. And I went there and I, I met some people that, you know, I really, I really liked and really um, had a good time with. And uh, through that, uh, when quarantine started, I actually felt amazing. And I felt That's like it was perfect timing uh, that I didn't have to go outside or that, you know, I could take time for myself because I had been so infatuated with someone for so long in the same way that, that in a similar way that Dylan is talking about, except I decided to completely cut it. And this was like the perfect time to just reminisce and fix myself and better myself. And I didn't need, you know, and, and, and then through that, I feel like I became somewhat of a different person. And then I ended up meeting someone. Nice. Uh, so like I got really lucky for during quarantine where I just got the chance to spend every day with this certain somebody, I, you know, eventually it didn't work out. It's really hard to keep something going through quarantine. Mm -hmm. um, but all that really mattered for me was that during these times, I every day had someone to talk to and see their face and uh, had a good time, you know, every day. It, it made, made it quite easy to go through quarantine, especially the timing with ending things with the previous and then moving on so quickly, it just felt perfect, you know? Nice. So, Congrats. Yeah. That's awesome. That's so cool. Yeah. yeah. No, it's always, it's, it's good that you took the time to kind of, you know, like you said, kind of focus more on yourself, but I was going to ask you guys, like in what way, because I know at the very beginning of quarantine, everyone was kind of like, I'm going to pick up a new skill or I'm going to try something <laughs> new here or there. Do you feel like you guys had instances of that? And did it stick or did it help you get through a lot of things? Or I definitely had many instances for that. Um, I got really into uh, political commentary. Nice. Um, and, you know, for a long time, I've been admitting to people that I'm a libertarian. And uh, it was mainly based on like, like really hollow ideas um, like, oh, dude, every man should pick themselves up by the bootstraps. And that was like my whole point. Like, you know, you come from the, the bottom, you should work yourself up to the top without government assistance and whatnot. But those ideals are just like not... <laughs> they're not they're not good and not applicable to most people mm -hmm. so um i decided to pick up a skill of really reading into politics and finding what i really align with and uh learning more about 
capitalism versus mm-hmm. communism and socialism. Um, and, you know, I just, I, that was the, that was the skill I, I wanted to pick up. Uh, I couldn't think of anything else that I really um, had access to learning. Like Dylan could possibly go, hey, I want to learn the piano. And he has like a little room in his apartment building where he could play piano. But for me, there were definitely thoughts of like, oh, I wish I could learn the guitar right now or learn piano right now, but nothing I could act on. And so I found the most accessible thing was, you know, learning about politics. Nice. And also, I mean, no, not boring at all. I think, yeah, I think becoming like, civically minded and, and delving into it it's important to learn about politics because everything we do is inherently political so i think it's that's exactly. awesome yeah. yeah yeah that's funny i thought you were going to say like continuing your music continuing your skills with the rap yeah well, was there was a long too. period of time where i i made a song early into the quarantine that was like ah it's quarantine ah it's so crazy everything's so crazy uh, and then from that point on, I really just went on a huge uh, writer's block. So most of quarantine, I mean, I was making music, but it just was all music I didn't like. Some of it was I, good, though. Yeah, but mm-hmm. the goal was to continue my music making, but it just didn't really work. Like, I there was oh, so much working, I was it's missing. Working now, though, so in a well, way it did. we can yeah. talk about that later. Okay. But uh, right, you know, right now, it's different but before it was like i'm not going outside there's nothing i can see or inspire myself from like i i am all i'm doing is living in this house this small little apartment i can't just like write based on honesty right now which Mm -hmm. is what i normally do i can't write about like not having love or having any kind of affection when right now I'm in a happy place where I, I do feel like affectionate and someone's mirroring it back to me. So it was just kind of like super complacent, couldn't make music. So I had to focus on something else and that was politics. Nice. What about you, Dylan? Right on. Well, in terms of like new skills that you're talking about, um, not really, but in terms of activities that provide solace, I had the guitar. And, um, I mean, that's relatively new. Everything in that is still things that I'm learning. Mm-hmm. So that is, but, you know, um, I, something that was sort of new is I was taking summer classes, and one of them was an Eastern religions class. So I got into, um, I was always into Buddha, but, uh, you know, I got into, I got into Buddha, and, you know, and I got into my own personal interpretation of a, a few of his words and uh, my own way of meditating. And- this is awfully similar to both for three episodes yeah you know. yeah this is uh <laughs> we're the same people every single time you, you've gone you know i've actually gotten into buddha buddha <laughs> and you know my interpretation <laughs> my interpretation yeah well i had this little way of going to the park and meditating myself right. and it was really nice. ref- it was really a way of processing this romantic obsession that i have and reflecting on it but you know eventually the skill that you develop with your mind of reflecting and being honest with yourself and being intuitive can um, go against you. It can hurt you if you, if you use it too much, because Mm -hmm. at a certain point you have to say, okay, I discovered these things about myself and now that's it. Like stop thinking about it because you made 
the progress that you need to make. And now you're just dumb old you with the same, with, with the same problems at a higher level, hopefully. Um, I, yeah, you know, I, but what really consumed people, you know, it was Black Lives Matter. That mm -hmm. was the new, not skill, it's the wrong word, but that was the new thing that everybody learned about and took took uh, time to, to look into information about that, you know. Yeah, I, um, I, don't know, I can't think of anything else that I that I really concretely did. We, we put a reverse trigger warning on this. Yeah, well, <laughs> no, you're fine. Don't worry about it. All I said is that Black Lives Matter. Nobody they, do, they do. They do. They that's do all. freaking that's, matter. That's, that's all that yes. matters. Yeah, that's what I said. Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Yes. Are um, you disagreeing with me? No. Am I disagreeing with me? No. The uh, just the uh, sentiment sometimes gets people upset just like yeah i don't black that shouldn't be a triggering statement like it no. should just be no yeah <laughs> um, it's such a basic statement i it's know just such a, it's almost like uh someone going to the shop and going yeah i like water and everyone's like all beverages like matter the, the other seltzers or <laughs> it's like no it, all i'm telling you is that water's cold yeah what the fuck <laughs> no for sure um i guess in terms of skills that i i mean i re i picked back up knitting again um because i find that it really i find that it really calms me down and it makes me a lot less anxious because i'm just a very fidgety person anyway so having like something Boomer. to do with my hands that I <laughs> so having something to do with my hands I'm not a Karen though. That um <laughs> oh, <no>. oh stop. <laughs> no, um yeah, so I've been doing that a bunch. Like I I've just started knitting hats and socks and um so that's yeah, it's been fun. I mean, I'm not great, you know. The first pair of socks I knitted, I mean they looked like elf socks because they were like pointy at the end. I didn't bind off properly. But you know, I mean it progress, I guess. Um so I did I've been doing that been doing crossword puzzles on my free time as well oh yeah yeah, yeah. you're not a karen at all and knitting crossword puzzles i got a new york what's Times. next bridge do you play bridge with your uh with your fellow older people at the at the home actually don't even know what that is um you don't know what bridge is no <laughs> no, 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 ages, no ageism turner come on i'm the boomer here oh no that's not true <laughs> i know um, what bridge is yeah wait what is bridge bridge is like a card game oh okay. I, i've never played it nor do i know the rules and okay. whenever i think of it i think it just means that they start building things with the cards like bridges i played it yeah. once it was actually pretty cool but i totally forget yeah, Any my rule. my yeah. uncle, uh, my great uncle, my special uncle, my one of my uncles. <laughs> he's not an uncle. He's like a cousin, uncle, uncle cousin. Yeah, it's an older cousin. Just like, a cousin. No, but if I know people who are like twelve and they have fucking no, no, no. But they're the cousin. <laughs> they're the cousin of my parent. Oh, so second. What's the cousin of my parent? It's it your second, second removed cousin? cousin, I think. Okay, that sounds right. Uh, he's like a professional bridge player. That's dope. Wow. Nice. Raking in the dough. Bringing yes. There were there were times where he was, you know, coming home with five or six dollars. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Grandma, I'm paying your rent. Yeah. You go, <laughs> oh, how'd you how'd you get it? How'd you get it, my wow. grandson? 
I, I played bridge you. for you, Grandma. Uh, I did, I did play some bridge. Scrimmage. Oh, I, bet you, I bet you played good, Grandson. Oh my God. Yeah. Amazing. I really uh, built up the infrastructure of those bridges on that. <laughs> um. Yeah, but I, I've also been, I've been trying to get more like become more civically minded. My friend Gabby reached out to me like a couple months ago. <sighs> Um, with a wonderful idea that we should host Zoom parties every week called Call Your Reps Party. So we've been doing mm. that, meeting up every week, calling our reps together, which has been loads of fun. Nice. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of these hobbies didn't come till like later on in quarantine. Like early, I think earlier on, I couldn't really be bothered doing as much. But I think the more time went on, the more it's like, okay, like this is the new normal and we got to like, you know, find a way to pick ourselves up. But I was wondering, so for you guys, how, um, like, I'm trying to word this in a way that's not, like, super depressing, but, Just you do know, it. Just do it. what you inspires you, you to this. kind of, what inspires you to get up in the morning and kind of, you know, pull up your bootstraps and start your day in, during this mm. time? Libertarian, huh? Um, <laughs> well, I wake up at, like, 5 p.m. most days, but it's not because... I wake up at a normal time and then I'm like, oh, I can't get out of bed, man. This, uh, this sucks. I don't want to do this day. It's like, I, I go to sleep at like 8 AM and then I wake up at four, three, five, six, two. <clears throat> wow. And, uh, but you know, I get out of bed right as I wake up, uh, normally kind of, but, uh, the, the goal is like, uh, I play video games most of the time. Uh, and it, it's my only way of keeping up with certain friends hmm. right now, especially like Sean. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, uh, tall Asian man, uh, big actor, dude. And uh, awesome. he's uh, he is like really scared about leaving his house because his parents are both 70. And um so it's impossible to see him during these times. So the only way I can do that is by playing video games. So genuinely, when I wake up, I think about, oh, I can, I'm going to get on, play video games, have a good time, and get to talk to my friend, you know. Uh, there's also uh, music is definitely a big thing, especially, like, recently uh, having people reach out to me and say, ah, dude, you're doing great stuff. We mm -hmm. believe in you, basically. It was like really helpful to continuing making music because before all I'm doing is making it and then going off of the opinions of myself, which are usually biased anyway, because mm -hmm. it's my music or like a few friends. And there's just no security in that. You're just making music and you're just hoping that is okay. Um, so it definitely helps to finally have that. And uh, I just had a big breakthrough in my music and uh, down here. Yay! That's amazing. Yeah. Nice. That is great. Yeah. I guess for me, um, yeah, it's, it's uh, I, think, I guess it always starts with relationships, friends mm -hmm. and family. Who inspires you? Sorry? Who inspires you? Um, it would be, you know, namely my mom and my friends. Mm -hmm. And um, I live here with my mom. Um, we we have a really nice relationship, uh, and, and all my family, who I don't uh, talk to as much, but 
I still look forward to the future. Um, it's hard to pinpoint what what kind of hope I have, but I have hope that something something good will happen. And um, and you know, I I can't complain about life as it is right now. I I like it, and uh, and you know, the music definitely gives me something foundational to fall back upon because you know i always wanted it to be art and uh, when it was acting i never felt secure about it and the music i feel not not confident in yet but secure that i will be confident in it once i'm once i'm good enough so that feels nice yeah i think mainly the the hope that there will be a new discovery that day that's um <laughs> Yeah, that's super deep. I mean, I I guess I think I, it's kind of similar to you, Dylan. I think what really motivates me to get out of bed is like my mom because we're both like quarantining together and we're we're like best friends. But I think we we're super sensitive to each other's energies, but so much so that if I start my day off being bitchy or crabbit, then my mom's not going to be in the best mood either and like vice versa. So I think that kind of inspires me to, you know, not necessarily dismiss feelings that I have, but just kind of like try and figure out ways to cope with it a little better. But yeah, um, I guess if another thing that I was going to ask you guys is when you guys are having a rough day, when you get up out of bed and you're like, holy shit, another day of COVID-19, is there anything that you guys do to kind of not snap yourselves out of it, but kind of cope with that a little bit better? Only thing for me that is making this uh, lifestyle different from uh, without COVID is just not seeing people. Hmm. And so the simplest way of snapping myself out of it is by seeing people. So on a day where I don't have plans to see people, I just go outside and look around. And that simply will help me snap out of it. Just being outside. Mm -hmm. uh, cabin fever is a real thing. So, you know, any way to avoid that uh, snaps me out of it. But other than that, like my life is, is kind of already like this. Mm -hmm. I mean, the only thing that's missing right now is going into the city to go to the gym, which would always help me formulate a day. Now my days are uh spineless hmm. yeah. so tough. Are you still working out at home yeah nice good, good. doing push-ups and opposite push-ups called pull-ups nice yeah so uh, yoga yoga really interesting no. oh <laughs> No, I, just, I was gonna say like when I don't you say know. when when you say yoga you say you tell people you do yoga people always perk up and they're like wow this guy's a mature grown man <laughs> yeah if your version of tea is monster energy drink, <laughs> your version of yoga is like ufc fighting to the death yeah, yeah. no it's just basically stretching just going yeah. oh <laughs> that's my yoga for the day mm -hmm. so dylan what about you yeah. i visualize impressing people and i visualize impressing myself and that can take different forms you know that's when i'm doing it well you know mm -hmm. is the best way to do it i think is 
like to sit, no phone, just just be by yourself for a second. Or going, but going outside is so true. I mean, what Turner said, uh, we're going for a run. If you're out, especially in the sun, mm-hmm. it's so nice. But unfortunately, I'm I'm not a perfect human being, and I go on my phone a lot, and it always makes me feel better in the moment. But you know, long term, it doesn't solve the problem. I spend a lot of useless time on my phone. Yeah. You know? No, same here. Um, Instead of useless time with Jezebel the guitar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, um, for me, I've been starting to work out a lot, and that really gets me through like the tough moments. I just feel so much better after a workout, especially if I break like an intense sweat. And I never used to work out like before quarantine. I've dabbled, I tried my best, but it was like not for me. And my mom is super into working out, <laughs> so. Um. Oh wow. <laughs> Are you okay, Dylan? <laughs> that reminded me of the of the scene uh, from that Adam Sandler movie where he has frostbite on his fucking on his leg and he can't. Little Nicky. No, it's like um, I don't know. Oh. He he like inherits wealth from his dad who like climbed Mount Everest and then died there. Oh. <laughs> I just held up my leg to the camera and I, I, I pulled up my pants and, and held my calf muscle, which is not. Yeah, it looked like Fine. your leg w- just didn't work. <laughs> it looked like you lost oh, all no. feeling in that part. Oh, no. Um, no, but I think working out definitely, it helps a bunch. And now I, it, I do it five times a week just to kind of get through day and i just go i go through youtube videos and i try to like spice it up every day and so i think having a change of routine helps um and i think it at first i didn't really handle like the rough days well um at first like i would just buy stuff that i didn't need um because i was i was babysitting during the summer as well the money that i made for the week i would just buy stuff that i didn't need because it felt therapeutic in the moment but it was really like not the best way to deal with it um, so I find that working out helps. It works so much better for sure. That's great. Um, That's dedication five times yeah. a week. But I'm sure. Wait. So Dylan, have you been have you been working out since quarantine? <laughs> Turner's shaking his head. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's telling you. He's telling you to use your eyeballs to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I run sometimes. Once okay. In a while. I run once in a while. You know, not really. Oh, that, that eye roll oh my god <laughs> um, he, he only runs when it starts to rain and he's playing the guitar in the, in the park <laughs> and he, he needs to get home that's really funny oh, turner man. got me a for my last birthday it was turner's birthday recently but for my yeah happy birthday, belated birthday turner happy belated birthday turner yes oh. i you still have a there's something coming in the mail for you turner yes what? from there's something from a mystery person coming to mail for you soon. Oh, uh, yeah? They keep sending me emails like, we're not sure if it's going to ship on time, you know? Who, so, who is this? What is this? Well, I can't <laughs> tell you who they are because then you would know what the gift was. Look, man, so, I don't yeah. need more condoms. It's going to be a while. <laughs> Turner got <laughs> me a dildo for my birthday, and he also got me a he got me a, um, a, a waterproof guitar case because I was putting ponchos on my guitar yeah. case. But the, yeah. real, the real fucking kicker is the, is the dildo. Because you actually, you actually use it compared yeah. to the guitar case you don't oh, use. Oh, 
Wow. Is that another way yeah. that you've been getting through quarantine, Dylan, is by using the dildo oh, that yeah. Turner got you I for just your put birthday? My, yeah. I just put my dildo <laughs> on my guitar. Oh, uh, 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 <laughs> Then I'm ready to go. Then I'm ready to never be fingered, mind. right? Let me tell you, how else do you build a connection with your instrument? <laughs> <laughs> with Jezebel. With Jezebel. Yeah. It's like, screw it. We don't even need... Uh, you don't even need to that name your like guitar anymore. It. Like, you, you, you did it. <laughs> How's, the, how's your guitar going, Hannah? You got a you got a oh, yeah. strat, right? Uh, or a fender? You got a fender? I have a fender. The okay. The wow. the amp has been um they, I've had issues with amp delivery. Um at first my mom was like, get it from Amazon. And I was like, no, but I eventually got it from Amazon and uh yeah, then I had to return it. And then I went to I'm like, okay, what if I go to Guitar Center? Um or what if I order from Guitar Center? And so I did, but it was missing parts. So now I'm ordering an amp the third time. So we'll see. But I've still been playing um, like acoustic guitar, and that's been loads of fun too. So. Oh great. Yeah, great. yeah. What but, are you um, playing? Um, nothing. So nothing too complicated. Like I've, I've, I'm trying to learn "Dust in the Wind" by Kansas. Um, oh cool. Which is like I, I just love like finger picking. That's always really fun. So I've been learning that um, as well. As I've been learning a bunch of like Sade songs and just like like strumming along to those because I really love Sade and I and it, it is kind of weird that I'm doing Sade like a melody in my head. That Sade. Um, <laughs> no, she's a she, well. Maybe it's a reference to her. She's a singer from the eighties. No, no, it isn't. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> na 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 na. Every day. Oh yikes! Now it's in my head. <laughs> Um, but I was going to <laughs> amazing mm -hmm. 10 out of 10. Um, but I... <laughs> um, so I was going to say to you guys, so in terms of the future, cause they're, cause the thing that's hard to like wrap our brains around a lot of the time is just how uncertain everything's looking. So how do you envision, like, how do you envision the future to be for you guys? Like a few months ahead, like, where do you think you, you guys will be at that point? Dude, I'm gonna be living in a mansion in Wisconsin. It's just, uh, it's undoubtable. Like, what else? What else would be happening? I, uh, <laughs> I, don't, that's I just figured I would ask. I, <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I, well, no, 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 no. Yeah. I, I, in two months from now, I really don't think not only will coronavirus not be close to gone, I think it'll be barely below maybe even not but barely below where it is now mm -hmm. and uh i think i'll i'll be attempting to go back to somewhat of a normal routine and i'll be going to the gym in manhattan again um being a little bit more risky but you know still staying safe um but other than i mean yeah, I'm hoping just to make a bunch of music. That's it. Nice. There's no, I mean, even even into 2021, I don't think anything big is going to happen in my life just yet. I don't think it's in the cards. I think this is a time of plateauing or sl slowly going up rather than some crazy jump. I think it's just a constant incline hmm. right now. That's good though. That's awesome. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's going to no be a lot of fun to canceled. go to the gym with you, right, buddy? Fuck you. <laughs> no, I will. That actually will be the really? I don't. Yeah, yeah, I'll go to the What do you mean? You don't have a membership anymore. You get me in as a guest pass, won't you? Once, twice. Well, you can do it up to three times. Yeah. So what? I'm going to work out with you three times? How are we going to spread it out? We're just going to be like, all right, every once Maybe a month. A, we were talking about that I would get a membership at that cheap place, and we would both go there. It's like. That's true. Right? Or since you took this time out of quarantine to not pay for your membership, you could use that and pay Maybe. for your membership yeah. to, till the end of the yeah. end of this year. Um, or you could sell, you, sell your dildo. Gym. Maybe. I don't know. I think I could, yeah. So you sell your dildo, dildo. Yeah. yeah. It's what. <laughs> I mean, if it's, it's already used, dildo. like you can't really sell a used dildo. That's just oh, sad. He's washed it. He washes it for himself. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Okay. No, I, I, for the future, I hope to see my friends get get acting jobs and do progress with their music. Yeah. You know, and um, for you, Hannah, and your studies and your internship. Wow. Thanks, Dylan. Yeah. For us that Advice are in for you school. Guys. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I had trouble hearing you there. That's why I cut you off. Oh, good. You're fine. Um, I'm sorry I cut you off. I didn't mean to. Sorry no, about that. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, for us of us, for those of us in, that are in school, blah blah blah, the progress is a little bit um, yeah. slower to see. You know. Mm-hmm. I definitely think about Turner and his rap music, and Evan. Evan has his uh, composition. You know, it, it's helpful. Motive sort of a motivating, almost competitive factor because, you know, I, I, have, I have two friends who are composing, you know, Turner's composing rap and, and Evan's composing piano, more classical type music. So I have a, uh, you know, I already have a perfectionism. What I want for myself is to, to listen, to have a better ear mm-hmm. um, and to, to be a bit of a perfectionist and, a, and a, to become a workaholic. I mean, I've always... I've said this for years now. I want discipline for myself. You know, it's constant. I feel like you've always been disciplined, though, at least to me. Uh, I think I appear more disciplined than I am. Something about my personality type seems that way, but I'm not actually. Hmm. Okay. I don't know. All right. Yeah, Turner can vouch for that. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, you know. I think, and, and, you know, I think about my other friends, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think, you know, I hope for, you know, Danny well at Baruch. Yeah, um, for sure. Um, yeah. Yeah, I guess I'm just, I just kind of hope the best for, yeah, I hope the best for everybody. I hope everybody kind of, you know. You guys are I, really just making me seem selfish. No, you're fine. <laughs> I hope the best um, for everyone as well. Oh, yeah, no, I no, didn't mean no. Hear ye, hear ye. <laughs> Yeah. No, I thought of that and then I forgot about it. I thought about it and I was like, oh, don't say that because it make Turner seem selfish. I kind of said it because Dylan said it. (laughs) (laughs) But I also, no, I mean, I think in terms of the the next few months, um, I just really hope that I learned as much as possible from these online classes. I feel like I didn't, I I feel like I didn't learn enough last semester and didn't really retain enough because especially for my Arabic class because all the exams were open book and and I felt like that acted to my detriment and I didn't really learn a lot of the grammar that's like necessary to learn so I think the next few months I really just want to 
focus more on milking as much out of the online classes as possible, as much out of my internship as possible. And I want to see friends more, but still be safe about it, like a socially distanced meetup. Like, I want to hang out with you guys. You know, I want to start to, like, venture out a wee bit more while all the while being safe. Um, yeah, and I just, I, I guess for everybody else, I just hope people are kind to themselves. You know, this time is really tough. And um, I feel like when people have rough days or if they feel kind of down in the dumps one day, I feel like it's really easy to beat yourself up about that sort of thing. But it's all about being kind to yourself because this is mm. fucking tough. So that's what I would say. Yeah. But yeah. yeah I, I, Amen. Do you guys want to hear here 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 here? Do you guys want to talk about Yeah. Um, but do you guys have any final thoughts or anything before? Shout out to anyone who has survived during these times. Yes. Yeah, especially if you had coronavirus. Good yes. Especially if you've had it. Uh, fuck the people who had it uh, for a reason that was uh, uh, against the, the law, basically. And then, no. I and then, and then, and then, and then, and then continued to disobey the law and then got it again. All right. Yeah, Shout out. Cool. Shout out to everyone except for those people who got it repeatedly while doing the wrong thing. You, you could right? just get really unlucky, though. You might not be yeah, There is unluck, or there's partying with hundreds of people in a very small yeah. cramped space or going on a boat with, you know, 20 people So plus. you mean the Miami Marlins? Mm-hmm. Yeah, fuck the <laughs> fuck. <laughs> yeah. It's a baseball yeah. joke, Anna. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, they, no, they, not they, a, I'm not a big baseball person. They got everybody sick on their team. One, one, one of one of your listeners will understand that. Damn, that's really sad. Um, also, I want to. I also just want to thank like all the essential workers for going out there. They've been troopers throughout all this, and that you know, and granted, like yeah. things are getting a little bit more relaxed now, but I th- still think it's important to thank essential workers. No, definitely. Because they really yeah. pulled us out of a yeah. really dark time. Totally. Thank you for yeah. treating the people. Oh, uh, it seems a smidge, but not. A, I feel Maybe. like it's still yeah. ever present. But I mean, yeah. like you know, the places are opening up, but um, yeah, yeah. we yeah. owe them. We owe them everything for sure. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Especially for dealing with the people who go against the the rules to uh, uh, party and then get corona and then get treated by these hard workers. St. Louis Cardinals. St. Louis Cardinals. Okay. Houston Astros. Trash Astros. Cheaters. Asterisks. I just know the Yankees Fuck the Astros. And the Mets. That's the message. Fuck the Astros. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. These cans, boys. And on. <laughs> And on that note, this is Tea for Three, where we sip the tea and spill the deets. Thanks for listening. Bye, y'all. Stay safe and wear a mask. Take care. I'll Bye. I'll catch you on the flip. Thanks. Thanks. This is fun. Right. Yeah, Woo. This is- Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. We did it. <laughs>